Hello, hello, my magical friends. Welcome to another podcast episode. This is Annika with Witchful Ways. And today we are going to talk about what kind of witch you are. And I'm not talking about are you a white witch or a gray witch or, you know, anything like that. We've gone over that before and in, in magic is colorless, right? But now we're going to talk about have you ever wondered what kind of witch you are? There are so many different kinds of magical practices out there that it's practically impossible to avoid the question. Knowing what kind of witchcraft you practice helps you to narrow down this huge amount of information that's in the field of magic. It's a lot easier to choose learning resources, to find spells, and to find other witches like yourself when you know what kind of witchcraft you're drawn to, what kind of what kind of practice that you have going on, right? The problem with this is that I see a lot of witches, those that are just starting out on their path, along with those that have been walking their path for a few moons, up to those that have walking for many moons, and they're trying to label themselves far too early in their practice. The categories are helpful. In some instances, the labels, right? The categories of what you're doing is helpful in some instances and others it can actually stunt the growth of your magical practice. Again, I talk to all kinds of witches, new witches, many moon, few moon witches on a daily basis. And I find that a lot of them are paralyzed in their magical journey. When I do consultations or I do readings, I find out that a lot of them are just feeling really stuck in their practice because they they don't feel like they can start learning in general or learning something new until they know what kind of witch they are. And I don't blame them to an extent, right? There's been a ton of emphasis placed on the idea of labeling our magic. I've seen things like what kind of witch are you quizzes to giant lists of types of witchcraft Uh, to people claiming that they can do readings for you to tell you what your quote-unquote true witchcraft type is. Know that it's all a bunch of background noise. Nobody, 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 nobody else can tell you what kind of witchcraft is right for you. I always, always, always say that, right? You do you, witchy-poo. Nobody else can tell you what kind is right for you. And on top of that, I can tell you that in the first few years that you even are probably not even going to have a good idea of what kind of witchcraft is right for you. So what are witchcraft labels? Well, witchcraft labels are simply a way of defining the type of magic that a person practices. There's labels like ceremonial magic, folk magic, um, and the word occult that is just kind of like big umbrella terms right? For all the littler stuff. Then you go down a little bit more and you have labels that belong to specific groups such as Wicca, Fairy, Alexandrian, Gardnerian, right? All those kind of witchcraft. Then you go down even further and you have labels that are used by individuals to describe the type of magic that they practice. These are going to be things you've heard of like the green witch, the sea witch, the kitchen witch, the divination witch, and so on and so on. Those describe the kind of magic that an individual which focuses the majority of their practice around. Those labels can be super helpful. 
especially when you're talking with other witches or other people in magical association, right? Those labels allow you to communicate a large amount of information about your magical practice in a very easy and simple manner. If somebody tells me that they're a kitchen witch, I can relate to what type of magic that they're doing. They tell me they're a sea witch, I can relate to what type of magic that they're doing, right? There's a lot of information that's packed into those words when you say, I'm a sea witch or I'm a kitchen witch. I would never suggest that we take those labels away. I'm just simply saying that I think they're being overemphasized and that they're being used as a solution for newer witches who are just kind of confused or not settled into their learning process yet. So why are they not beneficial then? Well, if I asked you to give me an in-depth description of, say, uh, Appalachian granny magic, could you do that? What if I asked for a description of sabbatic witchcraft? What about chaos magic? Could you tell me what a sea witch actually does? So that's the real problem of slapping labels on things way too early in people's practices. Oftentimes, people are using those labels and labeling themselves before they even have a solid idea of what their chosen label even means. A newer witch might claim to be a sea witch, but how do they actually know about performing witchcraft with the sea? And how could they know... If a sea witchcraft is right for them, if they don't have a good idea of all the other options and what they entail, what if that particular witch had a great talent for working with animals and animal magic, but they never discovered that because you're so busy focusing on trying to do water magic and to quote unquote be a sea witch. Right? So... A label can be incredibly useful for communicating a lot of information in a short amount of time. However, that's not how it's being used by many of the witches these days. Instead, labels are being used as limiters. They're becoming little boxes that magic users are trying to force their practice to fit inside so that they don't have to feel any level of uncertainty or confusion about their practice. And if you think of it, it's kind of like Asking an elementary student, uh, you know, somebody in elementary school to choose their college major. It's just crazy to think about. You have no idea what you like, what you don't like, what you're good at, what you hate doing, what your passion is. So how are you supposed to make those kind of major decisions when you haven't even had a chance to really properly sample all of the available options? In the same way, that asking a third grader to choose their future career is just plain silly. Asking a person who is still in their first couple years of the craft to choose a single focus and then stick to that and exclude everything else makes just as little sense. There are hundreds, if not thousands of different magical practices out there. And there's no way that a newer witch is going to have the ability to explore and sample even a little bit of those possibilities in the first few years of their craft. The stuff takes time, right? You have to figure it all out. You have to decide and go through and practice and work with and learn to connect with and what emotionally, right, involves you. And then you create what your witchcraft is. 
what your practice is. Labels like this aren't meant to be limiters. They're a communication tool that allows us to, like I said, give a bunch of information about ourselves in a few short words. They don't define what we do or how we practice. Labels are how we encapsulate our practice within communication. But the practice has to come first. You can't choose a word to define something that you don't yet understand the definition of, right? So if you think about words and how communication or how uh, language works, that means the item, the object, the whatever it is has to be there first. And then somebody decides what the word is, the label for it, right? When somebody way back when came across a tree or a plant, you know, or whatever, corn, that was there first. And then they debated, what do we label this? What do we call it? Okay, we're going to call it a tree or we're going to call it corn or whatever it is. But the thing came first. So your magical practice has to come first and then you can put a definition to it and then you can explain what it is and put a label on it if you choose to. A divination witch has to be a diviner before adopting the label of a divination witch, right? It would be silly to do it any other way. Calling yourself a divination witch when you've never used a divination tool or you haven't tried several of the divination tools to find out what works best for you any is just makes no sense. The practice has to exist before you can apply a label to it. And it doesn't just need to exist in theory. It needs to exist in reality, right? If I come to you with a pot of dirt that happens to have a seed in it, I can tell you, I can't tell you that I have a tree. It might be growing into a tree, but I don't have that tree yet. All I have is a pot of dirt and some good intentions that a tree is going to grow from it. So calling yourself something does not make sense or it doesn't make you that thing, right? So it doesn't make sense to do that before you've created the thing. Labeling yourself a green witch doesn't make you a green witch in practice. You have to do green witchcraft to call yourself a green witch, at least with any truth to it, right? <laughs> if you can't look at the witchcraft practice that you have today and come up with an adequate label to describe it as it is right now, not how you want it to be, but how it is right now, then your practice is not developed to the point that a label is going to be useful for you. It's not a bad thing. Not having a label is fine. In fact, in a lot of cases, not having a label is better for your witchcraft practice as a whole. We use labels to define what we are, not what we want to be, and not what we think we should be, and not what we think we will be. A label defines us as it is. But here's the real kicker on the whole thing is that there's absolutely no reason for you to choose a label for your witchcraft. You don't need it. Labels for witchcraft are completely optional and something that should only be used for the sake, again, of convenience when chatting with other witches um, about what you do. No rule says that you have to choose a type of witchcraft to be a quote unquote real witch, right? There are no tests that you have to pass to prove that you belong in the witchcraft community. There's a process of you learning about yourself and learning to take control of your life so that you can live the happy magical life every single day that you deserve. 
If your witchcraft works and you get real results from your magic, it doesn't matter what you call it. It's real magic. You could practice the craft for 40 years and never once choose a label for it. And there would be absolutely nothing wrong with that. You could never choose to focus and continue to study broadly, picking up practices here and there as they suit you and have a defined label. If the magic works, if the practice suits you, then it's good witchcraft and it doesn't need a label. Like I say, I always say you do you witchy poo, right? When you put your things together and you make it your own, it's going to be your absolute own. That means it's like nobody else's practice. So that means that you actually can come up with your own label for it and your own term if you want to do that. I personally really never label myself as anything because I like too much of everything. But I've also learned through my practice and through my years to master specific things that bring out the passion, right? That's a whole nother podcast episode. Okay, so hopefully that sheds some light on what kind of witch are you? And you know what? You don't really need a label. You're a-okay. <laughs> Talk to you next time. Have a wonderfully magical rest of your day.